One problem facing people at many levels of business is how to make time for a work life and a personal life. Do you find that one seems to keep getting in the way of the other? This is the Work-Life Balance with Rick Morris. Even if you're not involved in the business world, you'll have a lot to gain by tuning in to today's show. Now, here is your host, Rick Morris. And welcome to this edition of the Work-Life Balance. I'm so excited to have you guys along on this. It's, it's been a week. It's actually been two weeks, and, and I know it's been two weeks since uh, I was live, so thank you guys for that. Um, and was doing some replays, but the, the replays were for good order. One of them was because I was at an event in Spokane, Washington. The other one is because, you know, we've been teasing it on the show for about four or five months, but the official Mickey Mouse Club reunion, 30-year reunion, went down in Orlando, uh, and what an event. And as a matter of fact, um, I've got a special guest on the show. Another one will be joining us a little bit later, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and bring him on here. It's my man, Dale Godboldo. What's going on, Dale? What's happening? What's up? What's up? I, uh, you know, uh, you and I've talked a couple of times, but not much since uh, since we broke off from from this. What a what a just an absolute amazing event! And and again, I can't thank you enough, brother, uh, for all that you did to pull this off. Well, thank you, Rick. I mean, obviously, uh, we as a team pulled off something that uh, I'll, a weekend I'll never forget an opportunity to reconnect with fans. Um, some of them I'd, I'd seen before. Many I met for the first time. Um, and Mouseketeers, some I'd never met uh, before. And uh, obviously many that I had. And so it was, it was a extraordinary weekend. I'm still coming down from a high uh, from it. And uh, I thank you, man, for uh, everything you did to step in and help us uh, execute a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Well, you know, we talked as a team that, you know, there was going to be areas in which, you know, we got to tap out and there's areas that we've got to tap in and, and step up. And, you know, our, our team truly became a dream team, right? Jason Hampton, Lisa Kanata, Vaj Shakela, Vanessa Fune, Sashko was in there. I mean, uh, Darren, the, the whole crew just uh, really stepped up to pull off an incredible event. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing that was uh, really interesting and really exciting uh, about um, the whole weekend is much of uh, what we did hadn't really been done before. Um, it was it was definitely a challenge to figure out uh, how to do a panel with twenty cast members. Um, uh, Megacon hadn't done that before, and uh, to our knowledge, not too many other shows had done that before. Uh, even Avengers movies don't quite have that many cast members, so we had to invent quite a few things and I was really proud of the team stepping up and, and uh, you know, really getting creative um, to make it work. Megacom was extraordinary to work with. And of course, Disney was, uh, that's what they do. And they really stepped up and, and helped us figure out some, some things that, uh, you know, going into it, we weren't sure how to pull off, but uh, we were really, really thankful to everyone that stepped in to help us uh, make this something special. I'll be honest, Saturday night, I I was so tired. I know you were, and you guys were performing. I just uh, woke up. Yeah. Just woke up. <laughs> but if it wasn't for for that Disney team, I mean, you want to talk about world-class uh, events. They're not going to let you fail. You know what I mean? They We're, we're sitting around beaming with pride, but the, the, those Disney folks, they, they're professionals. There's no doubt about it. Professionals. I mean, this is uh, – I mean, it was world-class uh, talent. Uh, that stepped up and uh, delivered. Um, you know, it was, it, 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 there were so many uh, 
details uh, that they were able to even think for us. They understood um, what we were hoping to deliver to uh, our fans and our families, um, the little things that they would step in and, and sprinkle that Disney magic, that Disney pixie dust uh, all over the place. It was, it was magical. I mean, I teared up. I was crying most of the weekend. I mean, it was, uh, Disney is uh, incredible, incredible. Big, big thank you to those guys over there. As a matter of fact, on Sunday, I, I don't think I've ever been that dehydrated. True story, I lost eight pounds over that weekend. <laughs> um, it's a true story. I weighed in on Monday when we arrived, and I weighed out on Sunday when I left, and, and I lost eight pounds. I have an app that tracks my weight, and when I, when I weighed in at home, it was like, is this really you? It, it actually asked me, it was like, hey, there's been a drastic change. Is this the same person stepping on the scale? True story. <laughs> I think I, think I checked uh, – I think I walked five miles that weekend, uh, that, that day, Saturday. No, ten, ten and a half, Saturday. I did ten and a half miles on ten Saturday, according to my, wow. my pedometer. So, you know, this is what this show is going to be about. What I really want to do, you know, there's a lot of people that, that weren't there, Dale. So I, I want to give a quick run of show and in, in, in what was accomplished. And then we're going to get into just some of our favorite moments. Um, and you've already kind of mentioned one that was really magical for me to watch. Um, but let's let's do run a show really quickly. So So Friday... Well, first of all, the whole production team got there Monday, uh, and I think we we underestimated some of the work that we were going to be doing because there were some late nights, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, kind of getting into this. Uh, but Friday, we had the, the pre-parade, the parade at Disney, um, in which there was coordination of travel for all the Mouseketeers and their families. And then Friday night was kind of light, you know, let everybody kind of do their thing. Then you go into Saturday, which uh, kicks off with volunteers arriving at 6 a.m. Uh, we've got 8.30 to 11.30. We're doing meet and greet for VIP. Then we've got to get 1,000 people over to Megacon under separate credentials <laughs> to, to get in. I mean, when you, when you hear us say this, this is the amazing part. So 1,000 people under separate credentials over to a panel, just as you said, with, with 20 people that's never been done before. And partners of ours, right? We've never worked with Megacon before. Um, then uh, within uh, 10 minutes, get all of you guys over to another autograph signing from one to four. Then we got to get everybody back over to the Hyatt, onto buses, out to Epcot for the Mouseketeers Memory Show that kicked off at 6.30 to 9 that Lindsay Alley performed. Then there's private fireworks. And then an after party that goes from 10 to 1. And then send everybody back home on buses to, to from, from Epcot back to the Hyatt. And we're, we're proud to say we didn't lose anybody. We didn't leave anybody behind. There was no buses that got missed. <laughs> we, were, we were just proud we didn't leave anyone behind. Oh, I was so worried, dude. I was the last man out. I was like, oh, please don't let me find somebody in the bathroom going, I don't have a way home. It's like, get in the car. Here we go. Uh, well, and then Sunday, know, of course, Soul Sunday, right? Which Soul which Sunday. capped off the thing. And then a private picnic after that. That's a That's a weekend, dude. Yeah, it was an incredible weekend. And, and one of the things that uh, I was so proud of uh, everyone that came with um, the spirit of giving uh, to the weekend, uh, everyone was uh, flexible and, and, and willing to, to do what it took. One of the reasons that uh, reunions like this don't happen often is um, you've got to coordinate 20 schedules. Um, everyone has to be available. So not just not 20 only families too, right? Plus all of their families. So we, we were moving about 150 people almost, um, 
through the whole weekend. Uh, and then another almost a thousand uh, fans. I want to say 800 or so, almost 800. Um, uh, we'll, we'll call family friends because our, our fans are our are, are family. Um, so we were moving about 800 fans as well, or, 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 or we weren't moving that many, but that's how many were there almost between eight, 900. And, you know, I believe we got a chance to sign all 800 autographs and uh, take pictures with all 800 fans. And that was something that, you know, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out how can we make sure that every one of our fans had some kind of uh, personal experience uh, with the Musketeers. It was a challenge. And it's one of the reasons that we, um, you know, condensed it uh, to such a short time period. Um, not only that, but also to conserve cost, because otherwise we would have to obviously charge um, far more than we did in order to to cover the cost. So, you know, an extraordinary undertaking that um, all of our family and friends and all the fans came together uh, to make work and ultimately for a bigger cause, which was to give back to Central Florida and uh, two amazing nonprofits that we were so proud um, to support and benefit. Um, so it was just all around um, an extraordinary undertaking. And we were all in on it from the fans to the, to the, to the Mouseketeers, to the families, to the production crew, Disney, Megacon, the Hyatt was extraordinary, uh, helping us with logistics. Um, just incredible. I'm still overwhelmed. I'm still trying to come down from that weekend. Yeah, and, and so we're I definitely we're going to take the next segment. We're going to have a break here in about three minutes. We'll take the next segment to acknowledge our, our charity partners, what they did for us, and, and kind of their missions. Get that out to to our listeners. But um, you, you know, the, the comparatively, right? First of all, you guys, the Musketeers, were absolute troopers in the fact that there there were eight hundred signatures. Um, and and you know, we had MegaCon going on at the same time, and my daughter went over, and I won't say the store, but she. Uh, the, the star, but she waited two hours for an autograph, maybe 40 people moved through and then they cut the line and then cut the line again. And she had to go back the next day and wait for two hours and, and finally got it paid $240 for a single autograph. And, you know, here we are moving 800 people through 20 signatures inside three hours. It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. I was so proud of everybody in uh, the Musketeers being troopers. I know they were exhausting. Dude, we uh, wore them out. <laughs> we wore, we wore them, them out. out. We wore them out, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I know they feel like like Chasen and I feel about our connection with the fans. You know, um, it was worth it. It was it was beautiful. It was the, the connection and the opportunity um, to look uh, each and every one of them in the eye and, and thank them as much as they thanked us. Um, it, it was, I, I do it again <laughs> in a heartbeat after I take another long nap, <laughs> I have a really long nap. And, and, and how do I come off of that weekend? I'm, I'm going to go to a convention this weekend. Cause that's just, you know, who we are, but, um, you're, you're a bigger man than I really. Yeah. Yeah. Dee Dee's there. So she's already, she's already signed an autograph yesterday, man. You want to talk about somebody who's killing it. Um, but, uh, at the same time, I, I think the sentiment, if I can speak for most of the people that came to talk to me, was it was from a fan perspective one of the greatest weekends of their lives. They they'd waited thirty years or twenty seven or twenty six, you know, dependably, but uh, to to have a moment like that with you guys, and they had so many moments, and and I know that I saw a tremendous amount uh, of tears of joy of people just you know thanking us, and especially you know you and Chase for all that you guys did. 
thank you. I mean, I, I think we felt the same way. I mean, I, I had tears of joy. It was as a big a moment for me uh, as I as I think it might have been for some of the fans as well. Hundred percent. So we're going to take a quick break here, let us pay some bills. And when we come back, we'll talk about our charity partners. But I also want to talk about that first moment uh, Friday morning, which which blew me away. And, and we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to Rick Morris and the Work-Life Balance. Are you frustrated with the overall productivity of your project management processes? Do you lack consistency in project delivery? R-Squared Consulting provides end-to-end services to assist companies of all sizes in realizing and improving the value of project management. Whether you want to build a project management office, train project managers, or learn how to bring the oversight and governance to your project processes, R-Squared has tailored best practices to help you in all areas of project management. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com. Are you getting the most out of your project management software? In many cases, it is not the software that is failing, but the implementation, limitations, or processes surrounding the use of that software. R-Squared can analyze your current use and help improve your return on investment. R-Squared can also suggest the best software for your organization and goals and assist in the selection, implementation, and training. Allow R-Squared to ensure that you are getting the value of your investment. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com today. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now back to the Work-Life Balance. And we're back to the Work-Life Balance this Friday afternoon. I've got right now my man Dale Godboldo on with us, and we're, we're going over the MMC reunion uh, and as I just teased going into it, we'll, we'll talk about the Friday morning thing in a second, but talk a little bit about not only who our partners were, Dale, but what they did for us, right, but respectively. Yeah, I mean, take, um, well, we benefited two charities uh, that we were honored uh, to collaborate with, uh, Give Kids the World Village, uh, that supports um, families who have uh, a child or um, someone in their family that is critically ill and they give them a week-long vacation uh, in Orlando to visit the theme parks and um, give those kids that wish um, and one pulse foundation um, that arose from the tragic um, uh, shootings at uh, the pulse tonight club um, this organization is about diversity, inclusion, and promoting that uh, uh, hate is unacceptable. And, you know, we were proud to to collaborate with these two organizations because they represent so much of the spirit of what the Mickey Mouse Club was about, uh, is about. And um, it's about family. It's about diversity. It's about it's about representing all walks of life and viewpoints. It's what made us strong. Um, it's what it's 
it's this, it's, you know, what I learned from other Musketeers from, from where they were and their backgrounds, that's, that's what has made me who I am today. And, um, those guys, uh, stepped up and helped us on the ground. Um, not only with, uh, PR, um, but as well with volunteers and bringing in people that would, uh, appreciate what we were doing to help us raise money for their, for their efforts. Um, but they were just, you know, cheerleaders day one, um, really leaned in early on, uh, with, with what we were trying to accomplish with this event, which again, it was a reunion for us, but it was also more than that. It was about recognizing that Mouseketeers are coming home, that we're giving back to the, to the, to the city that, that gave so much to us. And, um, you know, it was, you know, I get a little choked up even thinking about it, but, uh, those guys were just incredible to work with. And, um, I, I can't say enough good things about, uh, Steven over at give kids the world and Ben, uh, and as well, Mark over at one pulse and Mark Katie or chief yeah, Mark yeah. really was kind of a, a spark plug for us in, in getting some of the connections we needed to pull some of this stuff off, which that was phenomenal. Steven Amos and his team, you know, is being the person responsible for running the, the volunteers. They, they stepped up big time. They were, they were incredible for us out there at that event. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I didn't get a chance to spend much time with those guys. I was running around, but, uh, if you guys are listening, thank you so much. And, you know, I had a cool moment, Dale. I don't think I've had a chance to tell you this story, but, um, you know, you knew about the video. So, so I had produced a video like in 1989, it was 1989, um, when the Give Kids the World Village first brought in children from Russia. And it was a huge event, right? And Henry was there and, and I was asked to cover it. And I, and I met somebody there by the name of, of Karen Tyke. She's uh, Karen Bush now. Uh, but we've been friends for 30 years. And so I called her kind of last minute. I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's the 30-year anniversary of us meeting. And uh, when she, she walked in at the same time that the, the co-founder of Give Kids the World was, was walking out, and they knew each other and had a, a great moment. Um, so it was kind of cool to watch that as well. All just these little side things that were happening throughout the weekend. Mm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so let's get to Friday morning here um, because this part – was kind of my favorite, right? The Musketeers arrived Thursday and, um, you know, there was pockets of people kind of seeing each other and that kind of stuff. But Friday morning when we met at the elevators, just before we go onto the bus to get to, uh, to, uh, um, the, the reunion or to the parade. Um, and I'm getting a, a message here that Chase is on the line. So we're going to patch him in. Um, but anyway, so as we we're getting to the parade, that was the first time you, you just said a deal that there was some Musketeers that you hadn't met. And as, as somebody who, you know, not only was a fan, but, but saw some behind the scenes stuff that, that we didn't even think about that. Like that we didn't even fathom that you hadn't met some of the people, you know, Brandy and, and some of the people that you haven't met. Talk about that for a moment. Yeah. Like Brandy, specifically Brandy, uh, I had never met, uh, obviously in the lead up to the event, uh, there were emails, uh, a lot of coordination um, back and forth, but I hadn't, I have, I had never had a conversation with Brandy until I met her face to face that day, uh, Friday. Uh, and it was, <laughs> it was, it, it's, it, it's hard to explain, but 
because of our shared experience with the mouse club, there was, for, at least for me, I can't speak for Brandy, but there was an instant sense that she was my sister and whatever she needed, I got, her, you know, and I think I, I, I would imagine that um, everyone felt a sense of, even though we haven't seen each other in, in many cases, for instance, me and Kevin have not even spoken uh, since we wrapped wow. 25, 26 years ago, however long ago that was, 27 years ago. I don't even know. Um, but it was instantly my brother. How are you? I mean, we, we literally picked up where we left off. And uh, you, you can plan these meetings, but no one really stopped to think about what it would feel like. And yeah, tears were flying everywhere. It was incredible. It was one of the most powerful experiences of my life. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was some powerful, powerful stuff. So we, we got on the line patch through. This is uh, Chase Hampton. Chase has been on our show before. Uh, of course, he's, he's one of the ones that helped create the music uh, for the lead-in for this show. And uh, we, we'd love to have him board. How you doing, Chase? What's up, buddy? How you guys doing? Long time no talk to, right? How you doing, man? I know. <laughs> I know. So we're I thought you were going to give me a break before we had to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now this is where this whole thing becomes uh, supremely unprofessional. But uh, so we've got to, so so Chase, uh, we're, we're reminiscing about Friday, kind of that first moment where all the Mouseketeers uh, were seeing each other for the first time, and, and the emotion. Like Dale, I saw you get choked up when when you were talking to him. Chase, I saw you get choked up, and we presented them uh, with the necklaces. Uh, talk a little bit about that moment, Chase. Well. Um... Well, yeah, as, as you guys talked about, there's Mouseketeers that haven't met other Mouseketeers. Um, but I think uh, more importantly, even, the um, there's Mouseketeers that weren't on every season. So <clears throat> there was, you know, obviously Jen and, and uh, Josh and Lindsay were on all seven seasons, but there were members that came and, and went. And, uh, you know, there was probably a lot of unresolved, I think there was a lot of unresolved even feelings between us as Mouseketeers because a lot of us live in L.A. and you get caught up in the lifestyle of L.A. and you just don't talk to each other for whatever reason. And uh, Dale and I realized when we started reaching out and really doing the hard work digging to try to find these people because we hadn't, a lot of them we hadn't reached out in a long time. And um, it was really interesting because I think when we got together, like Dale said, he, already, he almost already felt like he knew he knew Brandy. And even the ones that we hadn't talked to in so long, you know, I think we reminded them and reminded their heart and all the fans showing up um, reminded us, you know, that we are all part of this really special club that only us really know what that is and it feels like. And, and, um, and yes, we've shared it with the fans all these years. So, I mean, I can tell you from our, our, from our side of the curtain, um, the Mouseketeers came away knowing each other better than ever. And, um, and as well, almost, you know, our, our bond was re was almost, you know, reinvigorated. Uh, you know, it was almost like the flame burns even brighter and harder and stronger. And we're all reminded of each other's talents and, and personalities and, and the reason why we loved each other in the first place, you know? So there's some really, really cool feelings that happen just behind the scenes, just, 
just laying eyes on each other unlocks a, a folder upon folders of of memories and, and kind of visual pictures that only happen when you kind of see each other again for the first time. It was really wild. And, you know, the part I enjoyed a lot as well is, you know, for, for a lot of you, um, you know, your, your, your kids and, and, you know, family members really didn't see what this all meant. You know, so they knew you were members and they, they knew you were part of it. Uh, but to watch the family members get a taste of, of what you guys have been feeling for 30 years from fans. Um, I thought that was not only that, but um, getting to know the family members, right? It's, it's extended family now. Um, I mm-hmm. thought that was really cool. I really got to get that. Yeah. You know, in the parade route. I mean, that was deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I loved seeing, uh, and I, 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 I would, I was probably most looking forward to of all things. The thing that I thought about the most was the Mouseketeers that had kids that had no idea that their mom or dad meant so much to so many people and for them to get that sort of rock star treatment and for their kids to see that for some reason that, that I was most looking forward to that. I, I thought about that often and uh, I got a real kick out of that. I, I got a real kick out of that. I agree. It, it, and a lot of them coming up to, to other ones and, um, I, I think my daughter's uh, got a crush on Tony's son, but that's just you know us talking. That's between us. Nobody's <laughs> listening. Um, but <laughs> but watching, <laughs> yeah, no, n- nope. Uh, so yeah, so Tony and I are future in laws. <laughs> uh, <uh-oh. laughs> nice. But, uh, <laughs> but, I, got, uh, I have a picture. I have a picture with uh, Fred and my daughter that I'm going to cherish for a lifetime. You know, it's just uh, something when we came to the Mickey Mouse Club, Fred had a daughter about the same age as my daughter is now. And it's just, it's just a crazy like circle of life, you know, that we're back here. And now I have a little, a little girl and he's watching me fumble around and where's the diapers. <laughs> and just, uh, you know, he just They're in my room, Chase. They're in like my a, room. Like a proud, probably so with, with Jennifer's hall of fame award, this guy, Oh my goodness! <laughs> I love it, <laughs> Fred. For the, yeah, it's all in my room. Anything you're looking for, it's in my room or in the car. Um, Fred <laughs> Newman brought it. How cool was he, man? Man, oh Fred. God, oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> Blew everybody away with his little impression there at MegaCon. That was great. Well, that's Fred, man. That that's what we grew up seeing and watching, or at least I did. You know, Fred was uh, a nut. He was both the most mature. On on stage and the craziest, um, just taught us how to play in a professional environment, and uh, that's the cornerstone of of really performing at all is being free to to play, but recognizing at the same time that you are um, very much uh, you know producing content, you know, and and I learned probably more from Fred than anyone other than maybe our acting coach, uh, Gary Spatz and Chris Jury about that, uh, aspect of, uh, uh, performing. That's beautiful. We're going to take a break right here. And, uh, when we come back, there's more stories from MMC 30 with Dale Godbaldo, Chase Hampton. You're listening to Rick Morris on the work-life balance. (laughs) 
Are you frustrated with the overall productivity of your project management processes? Do you lack consistency in project delivery? R Squared Consulting provides end-to-end services to assist companies of all sizes in realizing and improving the value of project management. Whether you want to build a project management office, train project managers, or learn how to bring the oversight and governance to your project processes, R Squared has tailored best practices to help you in all areas of project management. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com. Are you getting the most out of your project management software? In many cases, it is not the software that is failing, but the implementation, limitations, or processes surrounding the use of that software. R-Squared can analyze your current use and help improve your return on investment. R-Squared can also suggest the best software for your organization and goals and assist in the selection, implementation, and training. Allow R-Squared to ensure that you are getting the value of your investment. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com today. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now, back to the Work-Life Balance. And we're back to this edition of the Work-Life Balance. Uh, We're talking with Dale Godbaldo, Chase Hampton, both executive producers of the incredible event, the Mickey Mouse Club 30-Year Reunion uh, that just went down this past weekend. Uh, you know, it's guys, it's been 20 some odd years in the making. I know several of us have been talking about it for five years. It was really 18 to 24 months of hard work. And then in 72 hours, it's just gone. Like, I, I can't believe it's past us. Um, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with all the time that I have now that we're not on conference calls. And I only attended about 4% of the ones that you guys did. But um, <laughs> Speaking of, of just memories, though, what are what are one or two you know standout moments from from this weekend that either caught you off guard, blew you away, or that you'll just never forget? I know there's tons, but let's let's try to do one or two. Oh, wow! Uh, uh, first off, I've said it before, but just the fact that uh, all the Musketeers trusted uh, Dale and I with this process, because knowing that each one has their own individual uh, experience from this, and it's very sensitive and protective to people. And um, not one person tried to micromanage or ask what was happening. I mean, we threw them on stage blindly with a nine-piece band, and everybody just went up there and killed it. I mean, that was incredible. Um, I got to say, though, you know, people will always, uh, like our peers within the crew and within um, kind of the Disney and, and et cetera, they, they often still refer to us as kids. And it, I can't tell you how proud it makes me that Dale and I took the, listened to the fans and pulled this off for them uh, just with hard work and just organic luck and, and just diving in and not taking no for an answer. I learned that's one thing that Dale and I really have in common uh, is that we don't like to hear the word no. It just almost inspires us to kind of keep going. But to mm-hmm. do this all and, and bring it back to two amazing charities um, <clears throat> has really been just, heart, you know, heartwarming and touching and that we made our, we made all our goals and, and it, it just couldn't be more cool for, for me personally. 
as a you know as, in a business aspect as a, as a man now grown up uh, to be able to pull this off um, uh, in a way where we can give back it's just it's beautiful. Yeah, and and, and I, I'll I guess use this form to um, there there was something that that. There, there are two things that um, uh, really hit me hard. Uh, and one was Lindsay Alley. Mm-hmm. Um, her trust of Jason and I um, to give her a stage that would allow her to do her thing. And, um, you know, her shows, it's, it's, it's funny, it's fun, it's, it's, you know, she takes you on this journey of, of really what it's like Old. to be a musketeer, but it's all of our, our journey. And, um, you know, for her to give this very personal show of hers to, to Chase and I and allow us to um, create a stage for her, um, it, was, it was really special for us. But there's another moment that really stood out to me um, that a lot of people don't realize. Uh, Rocky. Um, Jason and I knew that we um, wanted to. <sighs> Rocky had a very special experience, uh, a very painful experience on the Mickey Mouse Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, her father passed while she was filming, and Jason and I knew that we we wanted her to share uh, as much as she was comfortable uh, sharing that. Um, with the fans and, and, and with, you know, people that weren't familiar with her show, or I'm sorry, with her life. Um, but it wasn't until the day before that I was able to really sit down with Rocky and have a conversation about where her story fit within, you know, the, the show at uh, Mouseketeers and Memories at Epcot, which was to say that, um, you know, we were asking her to share uh, her experience uh, as it relates to One Pulse Foundation's um, purpose oh, yeah. and and what the city of Orlando went through um, when there was that shooting and to connect those things together. And I was sitting with her, talking with her and, and sharing with her the day before she's supposed to do this you know, what we're asking her to do. And she was looking me in the eyes and she was listening to me. And, and I kept saying to her, you know, look, do, this is your moment. You can take three seconds and just get into your song, or you can take five minutes, you know, it's your moment to do with it what you will. And, you know, she started crying while we were talking and my heart was breaking at that moment. And I said, Rocky, you know, we don't have to do this. And she said, no, no, I want to do this. I, I want to do this. And I had no idea what she was going to do when she went out on stage. And she came out and poured her heart into that moment and really hit home. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. I can't even explain it. But for me personally, that moment... Um, <clears throat> Rocky on stage singing I Miss You Like Crazy mm-hmm. over our in memoriam for, for cast and crew that have passed, connecting that to the 49 angels that were killed at One Pulse Foundation, uh, one at the Pulse Nightclub 
um, to me, that was just, it was something else. And I'll never forget that. And Chase, I know how hard you fought for that. that, Yeah. That is the song that she sang on the show. Just to, just to wrap that up. So she sang that on, on the Disney, let her sing that to her father on the, on the show. And it was a very poignant moment for us as teenagers being backstage, all having our parents with us still and seeing that and feeling that and just really going, wow. So when I actually called her and asked her to do that, I literally started crying on the phone, just asking her to do it because I realized what I was asking. So to hear, I didn't even know that Dale had that moment. So to hear that is even even more special. Yeah. Well, and Chase, I know how hard you fought too for the video and how, how much work you had to do with Jimmy and all that. And Jimmy Huckabee did a fantastic job. Oh man, oh, that's God. Jimmy. I hardly had that. We just had to, you know, plant the seed for him and water it for a second. I mean, that guy is insane, you know. You don't have but to that, micromanage that guy for a second. He showed up with that video package. I mean, it's slam dunk. Oh, and, and the ending yeah, with the seed real soon, that just, that rocked. The, like, I was out in the audience for oh. that portion, and that just rocked. I mean, it just, it, 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 it did everything. We've had we so intended. many cast members. We've had two Musketeers that aren't with us anymore. So, yeah, it was very, uh, it was very touching for all of us and our families. So I, I'll tell you my two brief moments real quick. Number one, I wasn't prepared for the love that your families showed me. Um, you know, all, all of your families were so gracious to, to me. And, and, you know, my job was just to make sure they were taken care of. And, and they, they were just overwhelmingly sweet and hugs and thank yous. And uh, Phil Pampolina made me cry right after Lindsay's show. And, you know, Bill, your, your, your dad is just the best, Chase. And, you, you got Dale. I see where you come from too. The the stock you come from for sure. So uh, I'm telling my you, my dad man. is a nut. Yeah, he was. He was. He he, <laughs> he wouldn't let me man. get away with anything. I promise you that. <laughs> um, that and then Soul Sunday. Um, what a beautiful way to 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 end the event in the pouring. Uh, like every person that went out there just just poured their heart out. Um. You know, and some people weren't ready for, you know, TJ Fantini to get up there and, and do what he did and, you know, rocking it. We kind of expected from Nita and some others, but man, just every, it, it just kept getting better and better every time they stepped on stage. TJ, that was actually unplanned. I don't know if you know that, Rick, but that was unplanned. TJ said, you know what? I want to go up there and say something real quick. He had, that was all off the cuff, that guy. Uh, he just, you know, poured it, poured it out like, you know, it was poetry. Just beautiful. Our spirit all award of, winner. Was that was that Rona that yeah. said that? Yeah. Our spirit yeah. award winner. Award. Perfect. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry that they got. Um, but yeah, I mean there was but I, I cried so stupid much at this thing, like like a baby. Um but uh the 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 fans as well, just the way they enveloped everybody, um, we really just fed off that energy. Yeah, I don't know if anybody knew, but I literally had, I ran myself so far down. I mean, I got, obviously you guys knew, but I ended up in the ER twice, uh, just out of dehydration and, and sick and had no voice a couple of days before the show. And literally by the end, I was dehydrated all over again because I was crying so much. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was quite the my, my non-favorite moment is when I get the text, um, hey, uh, not to alarm you. <laughs> but I'm in the hospital. <laughs> I was like, I, how did, I went to Dale and I go, how does that not alarm me? 
I, I'm not even gonna lie. I was petrified. I was absolutely petrified. What What am I gonna do without Chase? Because <laughs> I knew he'd be fine eventually. But the show's gonna happen, and I'm gonna be standing up there alone. This that can't happen. I, I halfway know what I'm doing. I mean, you know, Chase we was Skype. The we Skype. <laughs> Chase live on Zoom. Check it out. I would have just backed off into the bushes, man. You know, I, I just want to take over a, Simpson. I want to take a moment because, uh, um, you know, th- th- this was uh, really Chasen's um, vision, uh, and and you know, every day I would I would get up, and one of the principal drivers for me was to not let Chase down. Mm. Um, Amen. Oh goodness. And I don't even know if I ever told Chase that, but um, it it was. Uh, when I found out he was he was sick, uh, I, I knew he'd be fine. I knew we were all exhausted, but I was so worried that he wouldn't be able to uh, do what we had worked uh, a year to do, and and to realize his his everything uh, that that he had put so much heart and soul into. And I, I, I was I was scared for you, brother. Um, and when you showed <laughs> oh, man, up Saturday, so sweet. Oh, dude! But as a true professional, Dale, right? I mean, as a professional, like oh. what was I thinking? Like, what am I thinking? That's that's Chase. He's a professional, and he just shined. Yeah. And there were moments I would look that's at Chase so on stage. I was like, oh man, this thing. I mean, I I was overwhelmed by that to see Chase up there doing party songs. Uh, you know. Professor Wow. I mean, it just, it just I didn't, made me. I didn't know you were doing that. I look over to the right. I'm like, you're, oh my goodness. And you're killing it, dancing, doing your thing, man. Hey, let's take a final break here. And then I got a couple of thoughts I want to share with you guys just uh, for me. Uh, and uh, Dale, Dale's stealing my thunder a little bit there, but you know, that's why he, that, that, that's why I love him. Um, oh, I'm sorry, man. No, 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 <laughs> no. But, but now, now I got to plan a whole end of show. There goes the run of show. All right. Uh, so we're going to take a break right here. You're listening to Rick Morris and the Work-Life Balance. Are you frustrated with the overall productivity of your project management processes? Do you lack consistency in project delivery? R-Squared Consulting provides end-to-end services to assist companies of all sizes in realizing and improving the value of project management. Whether you want to build a project management office, train project managers, or learn how to bring the oversight and governance to your project processes, R-Squared has tailored best practices to help you in all areas of project management. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com. Are you getting the most out of your project management software? In many cases, it is not the software that is failing, but the implementation, limitations, or processes surrounding the use of that software. R-Squared can analyze your current use and help improve your return on investment. R-Squared can also suggest the best software for your organization and goals and assist in the selection, implementation, and training. Allow R-Squared to ensure that you are getting the value of your investment. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com today. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. 
Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now, back to the work-life balance. How weird is it to, to hear Switch coming into that, Chase, right? That's, that's, my, that's my kickoff music that, that I know, you know the weekend is here. But uh, we're coming back to the show. We've got Dale Godbaldo, Chase Hampton on the show. And, and so I want to take a couple of minutes here and, and just share, you know, personally for me, um, you know, Dale, you and I knew of each other and had talked a couple of times. So you're trusting me. And Chase, you wouldn't leave me alone, which I love you for, uh, that we were going to get this done. But I, w- I want to be clear on what my role was in this. And that was, uh, you know, supportive. So you guys gave me EP title. I appreciate that. But um, my job was to, to I, I think you said it perfectly, Dale, when I said you stole my thunder, but I, I, I couldn't let Chase down. And Chase, your heart, um, your your compassion, your, your drive for it to be, I mean, just perfection, um, down to the way that you did run of shows and, and, and just pulled all this together. Um, your eye for detail, dude. It's Dale. You and I were laughing in, in my room that, that, like, the badge would come out, and Dale and I are like, "Oh, it's good. Print it. <laughs> print it. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> print it now. We're good." Jesus, <laughs> like, wait a minute, dude. Wait. The second bar has got a quarter of a degree off at it. No, that is not going to be on our show. And uh, your your passion for that is is truly um, appreciated. And and I'm going to say. Uh, for all of my business contacts out there, all the people that listen to the show, the the thirty thousand of you in ninety four countries that that are going to download this show, if you want something done and done right, if you've got either Chase Hampton or Dale Godbaldo on your side, it's it's going to be the bomb. And and Dale, dude, your energy, you and I, we're idea guys. We'll we'll have a thousand ideas between you and me in the next six weeks that we'll do none of them because we've got to have Chase to make sure that. We're going to do them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man. You, you know where we you are. Make sure it makes sense. That's yeah. <laughs> but the, the amount of work, uh, the two of you guys put into this deal, the amount of energy you brought, I, I've said it a thousand times. It wouldn't have happened without either one of you. Um, and I'm so blessed to call you brothers. I'm so, so blessed. We went to war together. Um, and I, I just can't thank y'all enough. Um, but again, any of my business contacts out there listening, anybody who wants to know, any, you got some sort of event you're running, you want some talent, you want any of that stuff. These are the two guys you call because not only um, do, do they produce, but there's a lot of idiots in this industry who will promise stuff and not come through. Uh, both of you are my brothers, and I'd be honored to work with you on anything else again. No, feeling the same about you, Rick. Um, you know, and I, I've told you this, but I'll tell your listeners this. Uh, you were, uh, you know, I called you the wolf. Uh, <laughs> you, you would, you would come in and at a certain point I had to turn into a musketeer and, uh, I had 100% faith, uh, that you were going to execute on the ground, everything that needed to happen. And you did, you were, you know, problems would come up, you'd solve it. And, uh, knowing that allowed me to actually enjoy the weekend. Um, and, uh, I can't thank you for that. I can't thank you enough for that. Because uh, it was one of the most special of my entire life, and doing large part because you were there doing what you do, brother. I appreciate that, man. So, final thoughts, right? We've got uh, just about three, four minutes left here on the show. Uh, final thoughts to kind of wrap everything up, guys. Chase, you want to go first, or not? We'll go with Dale. Party, 
Oh, there he is. But there he is. We lost you, Chase. Yeah, we got you. you. Oh, sorry, buddy. Now, I was just going to say one thing that I kind of realized over the years and through the party and stuff is, you know, you know how much talent we have individually. And, you know, when you go to a Tony Lucas show, you see the Tony Lucas fans and, and people show up. And I've done shows and people do shows. But there's just something really special about when we all get together. And that goes, uh, I think, the same for our team. We had an incredible team. And together, we, you know, we fit every cog together. We, 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 we helped each other's weaknesses. We built each other up. We had an insane experience here. And, and um, I can't thank you guys enough for just, just helping me through it and, um, and pushing me and taking me outside my comfort zone when I, when I wasn't sure. Um, you know, Dale, Dale would just pick up the phone and call. I'd be like, well, let's craft an email. And Dale would be like, no, man, just call him. Let's call him. And before you know it, we'd be on the phone with one pulse. And, you know, the chain of events would just start going. And, and just, just out, of, out of pure love and just in the heat of the moment. And I can't thank you guys enough for just, you know, the drive and, and the push and believing in, in kind of what we had started. And just, it's, it's beautiful. Just thank you very much, guys. It, for some reason, Chase and I have developed spot-on uh, impressions of Dale. I, I don't know how that <laughs> happens. <laughs> oh, man, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. You know, I have uh, time for this unprofessionalism. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank God, though, man. Thank God. Oh, uh, a special shout out to while while we're on the thing again without Yvette Sharkela. You know the 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 credit I'll take is 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 bringing Yvette into the mix. The credit Dale you're taking is bringing Lisa. But we've created a monster between those two that they're they're lifelong friends now. That's amazing to watch. Oh yeah, those guys. I mean, forget about it. There's there's no MMC thirty without those guys. Uh, Lisa and Yvette. V as well. And she said, really killed it too. V. Yeah, v was beautiful. Yeah. V. Yeah. And Kimby, for that matter. Oh I mean, yeah. And Kimby? Sasha Go. I mean, oh, yeah. everybody was really amazing. <laughs> and then you got to throw in again Hyatt and Disney and, and Sharon at Megacon and Kristen and Christy and Kelly, all of them that were just amazing. Yeah, George Caragridis, George Caragridis really, really helped us out here at Disney. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't have done this without him. And uh, honestly, the fans have been asking for this all this time. So, we, I mean, the ultimate thanks should be to our fans who've, who've hung in there all these years and have just kept up, kept up, kept up. And, uh, you know, we listened to you guys. We hope we did you proud. I, you know, I think the, I think the uh, uh, fans poked a sleeping bear, though, because they showed how much they care about this show to Disney. And uh, I think Disney's aware of, of this fandom for sure. Awesome. As they should be. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. We've seen it. Amen. Amen. Final thoughts, Dale? Now, my final thoughts is just gratitude, uh, appreciation, and love for um, not only all, all the production crew, all the companies that came on board to help us make this thing happen, uh, but the fans. Um, I, I'll be honest. I, uh, I learned uh, even, I learned more than I thought I could about the special connection that we had have with our fans um, during this entire process. Everything from when we first announced it, um, you know, last year, all the way up to, you know, actually face-to-face with many of our fans. Um, you know, there were, there were fans that we, that I ran into in the park, um, you know, in the hotel we were checking in. You know, it, 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 it was, uh, it was life-changing. 
I mean, it's not often that you get a chance to, um, you know, connect that intimately uh, with with the fans that you've created or that you that you've grown up with. And, you know, it, <laughs> I would just say that uh, I learned I learned a lot and I just can't I can't express just how appreciative I am of uh, the opportunity to connect on that level. Those are my final thoughts. Chase, anything else before we wrap? No, that's it, man. I just, you know, I would like to make a quick shout out to Kathy Tilly, who uh, a couple years ago, she's a fan, and uh, I was in an outback, and she came up to me, I had a skull cap on, I was dressed for winter, and um, she went back to her booth. I didn't know she was a fan. She gave me her seat. I had my, my kids with me. Went back to my booth, and she Facebook messaged me instantly. She said, I'm at my booth right now bawling because I just met Chase from the Mickey Mouse Club. And I said, oh, my God, well, she didn't say anything. So I went up and talked to her and gave her a big hug. And basically the message was every day at 530, she knew she could come home and rely on someone to be there, one of us, every day at 530, and trust that we'd be there for her. She was uh, uh, bullied and one of the only women of color in her town and adopted. And just a beautiful person. And I realized right then, I was like, man, this, you know, for someone to even recognize me after all, this, all these years with a skull cap on, People kind of know me for my hair. And I got to tell you, that girl has stuck with me and just, just really kind of been one of the fires that, that kind of lit this all off. So I just wanted to give a special shout out to her. I appreciate that moment. Thanks, man. Uh, that's beautiful. And guys, uh, we've got to wrap up this show. We could speak for, for days on end, and I think we will. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the biggest question I'll ask you guys, and I'm not going to ask for an answer, but, you know, yo, what's next? So anyway, as they pass out uh, from, from that question, uh, we're going to wrap up this edition of the Work Life Balance. Uh, thank you so much, Dale and Chase, for jumping on, uh, especially last minute and all that stuff. Love you guys so much. And uh, for the listeners, I will be back next Friday right here at the same time, same channel. We hope that you achieve your work-life balance, and we'll talk next week. Thank you for joining us this week. The Work-Life Balance with Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now that the weekend is here, it's time to rethink your priorities and enjoy it. We'll see you on our next show.